y bienvenidos a la Daily Hustle. Soy Enrique Barrios y presidente de mejor cerveza. No abate por no filter network. Will the Thrill Clark not with us today, but he will be with us this evening. And Miguelito San Dieguito, no idea of where he is, but we know he is humbly serving the world. So each and every single morning, we'd like to come on here and we properly salute our boys as well as each and every one of you. Yes, 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 yes. Whoo. Remember this, folks, when we are juiceful, we are useful. And when we are juiceless, we are fucking useless. A very pleasant good morning to you on the 27th day of February 2024. It is a Tuesday, Apo Taco Tuesday, as a matter of fact. And we're brought to you by Bet Online. It continues to be your number one source for all of your basketball wagering needs, including pro and college hoops throughout the year. With up-to-the-minute odds, stats, and trends, you can follow your favorite team's path to the playoffs with in-game live betting contests and all the best player props. Evidence, I did this yesterday. I said evidence too. Experience. The world's best wagering platform anytime from your desktop or your mobile devices. Head to Bet Online today to become part of the team. And remember to use the promo code BLEAV, capital B L E A V, to get 50% off your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. And let's not forget about. Our guy, Jory, over at Verge. Hold tight, man. I got to get myself a freshie. This is cannabis. This is lemon. This is honey. It is goodness rolled into one tiny little shot that will fire up your day. It is not a quick sugar high. It's a sustained little, I don't know, pleasant high that you will get throughout the entirety so cheers to our guy jory go to tryverge.com i'm pretty sure there's a promo code. i know there is golly i forget it mm. i think it's let them play 10 or ltp 10 but this is really something special that i get to have in my life and then lastly here let's not forget the let them play book a parenting and coaching guide to youth sports. Go to ericburns.com to pick up your copy. They are back on Amazon. For whatever reason, it says like they're a month out. I don't think that's the case. I don't, again, but the safest way to get them, the easiest way to get them, to get the best packaging, just go to ericburns.com. Amanda will get the order out there in Alpine, and she will fire it your way so very relevant as a matter of fact i'm going on mad dog sports here uh shortly with my guy cody decker and the reason why all of a sudden this book and say all of the lessons that are in here are at the forefront of relevancy 
is because some fucking idiots out wherever they were decided to jump Cam Newton at this seven-on-seven football event. Just ridiculous to think that youth sports has gotten to this level. Here's Cam donating his time, effort, energy, doing everything he can to give back to the community, and he gets treated with blatant disrespect. It's just bullshit. So here are 22 player codes of conduct. Let's go over exactly what happened. Look, I saw the video, and I heard Matt Leinert's rant on it, which I thought was fantastic. So I can't tell you everything that led up to this. And not to say, I don't want to say, can't look, whether Cam Innocent's innocent, guilty, whatever. As a coach and as a parent, you have a responsibility to do everything in your power to not let it get to this point. Now, sometimes there's just simply nothing you can do and you have to fight to defend yourself. But leading up to that, you have to recognize the red flags that are happening as you see these people losing their fucking mind. Coaches, parents are not rational in youth sports. I deal with it every single weekend. So knowing this, knowing that these coaches and parents and players even lose their minds, you just have to be a little extra cautious. We got followed out of a stadium in West Covina by a dad that was pissed because I ran out onto the field to check out to see if our player was okay who got stung by a bee. So he starts screaming at me to get off the field. He thought I was trying to delay the time or whatever. And eventually he just kept going and they kicked him out and literally was like waiting out there for us. And they, they don't get it. They become so emotionally invested with the results of the team and their kid. Now, look, I saw this post from Ryan Holiday today, who does the Daily Stoic and the Daily Dad. And he was talking about our kids being an extension of ourselves. And there's this external heartbeat that we have no control over. And that's why we sometimes lose our mind because we can't control that. Well, parents, fucking let go. Understand that, yeah, did you create that kid and have something to do with the creation? Of course, but your kid's your kid. And it's not you. You've already had your moment in the sun. You already had your opportunity to play your sport. It's fucking over. So whether or not your kid succeeds and becomes the next Tom Brady or Aaron Judge, LeBron James, it's not up to you. It's up to the kid. So get your fucking ego out of it. Completely, completely remove yourself. Pick up a copy of the Let Them Play Parenting and Coaching Guide to Youth Sports. And you know what? Charge on forward because your kids need you. It's important. 
there's parents each and every single day fucking it up completely for their children. And it's awful. So, look, I'm going to give you the article right now. Let's just start with this. It says, brawl involving Cam Newton, another reminder that adults too often ruin youth sports. Cam Newton through the years, from Heisman to the Super Bowl. All right. It says, let the coaches coach. Let the players play. You are a cheerleader. I have seen a number of similar reminders of perspective over the years while watching my own sons play their games. The message brings to light what has become a national narrative of spectators, namely parents, behaving badly at their kids' sporting events. The finer print on the particular note, though, was more of a warning. Please remember that you are on private property and can be asked to leave at any time for any reason. Former NFL quarterback Cam Newton and some other youth coaches in Atlanta weren't just asked to leave a football event last weekend when they got into a startling and frightening melee. They were removed after security guards had to forcibly pry them from one another. The fight, which began atop a staircase and swung around to a fence amid wild shoves and punches, further underscores what's wrong with kids' sports. We know parents can be overbearing and even physically and verbally abusive towards coaches and officials. But this narrative isn't just about parents. It's about all the adults who are ruining youth sports for our children. So true. Adults such as Newton, who runs a youth sports organization, brawl with each other in front of parents and kids. Adult coach kids, but feel they're facing off against each other. Or they sit in the stands across from one another and feel their egos are on the line. Adults monetize these same kids with their so-called select or elite paid-to-play teams. Okay, let's start here. Because that is the problem. It is the egos of the parents who feel that it's me against you. When in reality, it's the kids against the kids. This isn't a coach playing against coach thing. Sure, you could get some advantages by coaching the right way. Uh, But what happens is that let's just say you have a parent out there of the pitcher and a parent of a hitter. Oftentimes, these parents look at it as if as if it's the two of them facing off in this pitcher-batter matchup. Well, in reality, it's not. And also, in reality, the kids give a lot less fucks about it than the parents do. It's incredible. Have you ever noticed how easily a kid will get over a bad game? It's like... They're in the car on the way home, and you're the parent, and all you can think about is, man, like, why did little Johnny swing at that two-two curveball in the dirt, and this and that? And you're like, hey, little Johnny, so uh, you know about that two-two curveball, and it's, daddy, did 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 you say gumball ice cream? Like, they get over it. We as parents don't, and this is a problem. We have to learn how to be respectful human beings. And these outbursts, no matter whose fault they are, they're just unacceptable. They are one 
thousand percent unacceptable. Yes, I feel for Cam Newton. I don't think he would be the initiator in anything like this. But you have to understand, this is a guy that, mm, hold on a second. Mm. This is a guy that is donating his time, has been to the highest level. He doesn't have to do this shit. He made enough money where he could ride off into the sunset. Well, he also has to understand there's egos involved and that everybody's going to be gunning for him. I, I get it. I'm the same way. Now, did I have the same sort of career that Cam Newton? No, not necessarily. Obviously walked very different paths and you know made my own name in my own way. But at the same time, we're two recognizable sort of figures. And what's going to happen when you have you know, Joey fucking JV who got cut from his junior college team. And this is his world to be able to take down a former big leaguer or a former guy that played in the NFL. That becomes everything to these guys. And so the bottom line is that they care about it. I would say so much more. I care about it too. I don't think it's a care issue, but they don't know how to, let's say, structure their care in the proper way and use their passion, energy, effort for the benefit of the team, the organization, and the kids. That's what you want. That's what this entire book is about. The whole thing is about putting kids and coaches and parents in a position to succeed. That's it. This isn't hard. And I understand that emotions really, really take a toll in these sort of things. But you got to figure out a way to remove yourself. Just become a fan. Sit back. Keep your mouth shut. I'll go over the 22 parent codes of conduct in a second. I want to get through the rest of this article. It says sports officials fear for their safety at youth sporting events. I spoke to Nelson last year for a story about how unruly spectator behavior, most notably parents, has created national shortage in sports officials. He wasn't even talking about physical violence that we have seen at some of the youth sports events. Sunday's brawl involved the 34-year-old Newton and at least two other coaches. Those coaches were from TSP, Top Shelf Performance, a national 18U, seven-on-seven football program. A source told The Athletic at the, end of the, at the end of one video of the fight, as noted by the Sporting News, Newton yells to someone, I got something for you off camera, implying more violence. Violence inflicted by adults at youth sporting events sadly isn't new. Among many others, there are stories of disgruntled parents throwing punches at sports officials in Florida, Indiana, Mississippi, and California. I mean, we've seen this several times. Even guns have come into play. In the summer of 2022, the brother of former NFL cornerback Akib Talib pled guilty to the murder of an opposing coach during a horrifying incident in Texas. Last October in St. Louis, a youth football coach 
of nine and 10-year-olds was shot four times by a parent apparently upset with the coach's use of his son on the team. Thankfully, the coach survived. When I read about such incidents, my mind goes to the spring of 2022 when my then 14-year-old son was about to play a baseball doubleheader in Northern Virginia. The games were canceled because there was a shooting on the sidelines of a youth flag football game at a nearby school amid a dispute, yes, between adults. Our worst qualities and those of society are coming out as we watch kids play games. They're stealing the moment away from children, said Brian Barlow, a soccer official interviewed for HBO Sports documentary on violence against referees. Two lacrosse referees in New Jersey I interviewed last year said they feared for their safety while walking to their cars after games amid unruly spectators. Quote, I've been lucky so far with no physical assault, but I'm cautious in engaging after the contest would much prefer not to. I mean, geez. In a survey of 36,000 sports officials conducted by National Association of Sports Officials last year, 50% of the, let's see, men and women from all levels of sports who responded said they have felt unsafe doing their jobs. Nearly 50% of the officials polled in the NASO survey said sportsmanship was worse at the youth competitive level. That's just embarrassing. There's no other way to put it. It's a complete and total fucking embarrassment. And it's sad because we're going to lose these youth coaches. We're going to lose youth officials to the point where they're going to have a really hard time fielding teams. I'm serious. I think the only reason why it's going to survive is the parents. There's not enough money in this youth game to take the abuse, say, from parents on your own team, plus parents on other teams, plus dealing with the officials and the officials getting lambasted by parents. It's just, it's not worth it. Eventually, these people are just going to walk away from it. So I bring up the let them play 22 parent Codes of conduct. Let's start right here. Number one, get your kids to practice in games on time. Just as the number one rule for the kids is to show up, it is the job of the parents to make sure they are there and on time. Number two, make sure kids are properly equipped. I get it. The equipment these days can be expensive and plentiful. Find friends with kids who have played the sport, and there's a good chance that hand-me-downs will be available. Played against sports is always a great option for valuable used equipment at cheap prices. As a parent, go over a uniform check from the ground up before leaving the house. Shoes, socks, sliding shorts, pants, belt, sleeves, jersey, batting gloves, hat, bat, glove. Also, make sure your player has access to a water bottle as well as proper nutrition throughout the game. Number three, show up. Come to as many games as possible. Parents, family, and friends are the fan base And the kids, whether they say it or not, love the support. Number four, learn the game. My mom bought the book Baseball for Dummies so she could better understand the game. My dad didn't know baseball very well either. So instead of pretending to have all the answers, he simply asked a ton of questions. I couldn't have wished for a more loving and supportive parents. My dad would also listen to the game on the radio as he would sit there and watch me play. It's awesome. 
Number five, ask questions. Mark Twain once said, it's not what we don't know that hurts us, but rather it's what we know for sure that just ain't so. Even if we have a ton of experience in the game, it's imperative that we understand that the sport and techniques within the sport are constantly evolving. It's okay to have opinions, but always remember to tactfully and tastefully give them with full understanding that there's a good chance that it will go in one ear and out the other. A much better strategy is to consistently ask questions, listen, and then respond with encouragement that seems to fit both of your narratives. Let's remember that the most effective motivation is getting somebody to do what we want them to do because they want to do it. Number six, encourage eternally. Sure, sometimes it's very difficult to encourage after your kid goes over four with four punch outs or gives up nine runs without getting an out. That said, humor is one of the best ways to break the ice. At a recent Western Regional Ski Championship, my oldest daughter, Chloe, a.k.a. Peanut, crashed in two of the races and missed a gate in the third, so she had to hike back up the mountain to go around it. This obviously cost her several seconds, so in one race, she actually did finish. Her result was the worst it's ever been. When she finally called, after the most difficult three days of racing she had ever had, I answered the phone. Hey, good job on the hike, honey. This immediately broke the ice, and we had an amazing, ultra-productive conversation. Number seven, and this goes into the entire situation that we're dealing with now, what went down with Cam Newton and everything else. Let coaches coach. It sure is easy to coach from the stands, isn't it? For the most part, youth coaches are volunteers willing to spend their free time coaching our kids, whether or not we agree with the decisions they may or may not make throughout the game, it's irrelevant to the fact that we should eternally be grateful for their service. Let them coach. Number eight, never condemn your kid or other players. Coach, won't you shun? Don't condemn your kids or anyone else's before, during, or after the game. Number nine here, I love this one. 24-hour rule. If you're upset with your kid, any other kids, or the coaches, give it 24 hours to let emotions settle before having any sort of conversation. This generally will allow for a civilized, productive conversation as opposed to an emotionally charged, irrational altercation that will never end up well. Number 10, support extra work. Hit three days a week, take them to the gym, pull up videos, support the extra outside of practice. This does not mean your kid needs his own personal hitting coach, but a tee and a net in the backyard are relatively cheap and easily accessible. Encourage your child to establish a routine and hold them accountable to stick to it. Number 11, be the gatekeeper of fun. Continue to check in and remind kids that this is supposed to be fun. Number 12, deal with your kid as if he or she is somebody else's. This has helped me out a lot. We're always harder on our own kid, so deal with him or her the same way you would deal with somebody else's. This completely changes our tone of voice as well as the overall delivery while still making sure we hammer home the necessary information. Number 13, no quitting. Start a season, finish it. 14, make tools available. 22 recommended books. Wooden, as man thinketh, make your bed, the inner game of tennis, the mental game of baseball, heads up baseball, mental toughness, mind gym, flow, the secret, power of now, 
Chop would carry water. Champion mind. Ego is the enemy. Peak. How bad do you want it? So good they can't ignore you. Tuesdays with Maury. The energy buzz. Can't hurt me. The effortless daily hustle 222. Number 15. Do not negatively address other teams, players, coaches, fans, or umpires. If it's that egregious, coaches will deal with the situation. Sure, your emotions will take over at some point. But it's up to you to bite your tongue and literally walk away. 16. Other than nutrition, health concerns, or simple words of encouragement, do not talk to your kid during the game. If this is an issue, once again, parents, simply remove yourselves from the situation. Number 17, be a team. Show up and participate in as many team functions and get-togethers as possible. Each weekend we play, we typically have at least one team dinner or other activity where we invite the entire team. I'm always quick to point out that if families cannot make it, it's okay. Yet the bonding that typically takes place at these events is the integral part of team building. So always make an effort to be there. 18, swag out. Wear the gear, support the squad. Our LTP organization has some of the coolest gear imaginable and very few things are more satisfying than showing up at an event where we have multiple teams playing and seeing all the fluorescent orange and blue gear. When Colton got a chance to play for the USA 12U team in Aguas Calientes, Mexico, the entire USA baseball staff encouraged all family members to be, quote, two feet in by wearing red, white, and blue and cheering like wild, like the wild American savages we are. 19, free and fearless parenting. Going free and fearless parenting. We all want control, but it's imperative we let go and let the kids walk their own path. We can help them get going in the right direction, but let's remember that oftentimes they will veer off path and fall down several times before ultimately finding their way. Number 20, out of view. Many kids have a tendency to look for their parents in the stands during the game for feedback between pitches and plays. If this is the case, parents are doing their kids a disservice by remaining in the line of sight. Part of letting them play is letting them handle their successes and failures on any given pitch. Out of sight typically means out of mind for the player. So on that note, go away. Number 21, do what you can with what you have where you are. Obviously, with 11 years of MLB experience, I help Colton however I can, but Tara never played a day of baseball and has found ways to play catch it, grounders, and throw BP. Our girls are competitive equestrians, although I have been known to hop on a pony every now and again. I obviously don't have that experience. Get creative and experience the journey together. There's nothing more valuable in any relationship than shared experience. 22, let go. It's not up to us. Whether or not your kid plays in high school, college, or beyond is not going to be our decision. It is 100% up to them and the work they are willing to put in. At some point, they will be the ones who must become obsessed with their craft. There is no need to try to face force anything. As the kids get older, the only thing parents will ever encounter is resistance and eventually rebellion. As a parent, we need to be supportive, but we are not responsible for the success or failure of our athlete's journey in sport. They are. So there they are, the 22 parent codes of conduct. We will be back on tonight with Will the Thrill Clark so many other topics that we are going to get into. I have this interview on Mad Dog Sports uh, coming up in about one minute. So if you want to check that out, 
go on and go there. Everyone have a fantastic day. We'll see you tonight. Oh, yeah, last rule for parents, coaches, and players. Don't be a jackass. See ya! <laughs>